Welcome to the Beer EDU podcast, the podcast for educators that love to learn and share ideas with fellow educators over beers, with your hosts, Kyle Anderson and Ben Dixon. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. All right. So, well, I guess what we'll do is I'll go, I got everybody up on the grid here, so I'll introduce myself and Ben, I'll let you go. And then we'll just kind of go around the grid and everybody can say who they are. And then we'll kind of go with, uh, just like the show, what are you drinking? So I am Kyle Anderson. You can find me on Twitter at Anderson EdTech, AndersonEdTech.net for my blog, author of To the Edge Successes and Failures Through Risk-Taking that just released a couple weeks ago. And um, John Van Dusen, who we'll introduce in a second, has a copy in his hand. That's a beautiful That's thing. Job. So, um, and then Ben, why don't you introduce yourself? So I am Ben Dixon, the other half of the Beer ADU. You can find me at uh, B Dixon NV. Um, that's me. And this is. Hi, Anne Marie Dixon, married to the amazing Ben Dixon. She's so we're married. We are. Yeah. yeah, we are really married. Thirty years. That's true. Yeah, 30 years just very recently was that anniversary too. So, uh-huh. all right. So, well, I forgot to introduce my beer. I oh, have yeah, we got to do the beers. I have a Bell's Two-Hearted Ale IPA, just, you know, a standard. I featured it on the show. Just a standard, awesome IPA, probably the first craft beer that I ever had that was not, you know, crappy Bud Light or Miller Light or something like that. So, um, Ben, what do you got, buddy? So I have Revision Local Brewer, their Spiritual Gangster. So they're doing, they were doing for a very short time delivery service to your house. And then they got shut down. I just found out that they're not allowed to do that because they don't have a kitchen. But yeah, they were delivering beers to your house. So that's my drink. Amory, what are you drinking? Wine. I have red wine. It's called, I believe, 19 Crimes is the, the brand. And it's wonderful there we go awesome so all right all right so i'll go around the grid that i'm looking at right now and uh i'll let you introduce yourself so sarah holm is here sarah why don't you introduce yourself please hi i'm sarah i teach kindergarten um from right here at the kitchen table (laughs) today was our day eight and then we have this week and next week is spring break and then we have two days to get the next three weeks of work ready. Wow. So, um, I was drinking water, but my husband didn't think that was exciting enough, so he brought me his gin to share with you all. Nice. <laughs> Good there job. it is. Yeah, go, going a little heavy duty on that. Nice. So I believe, so you were one of the first people we ever had on the show as like a, a guest that when we did our episode from the depot. We and tried you, and it was so windy. Oh, and yeah, and then the sun went down and it dropped about forty degrees in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, and Sarah but we and tried. I, it was a good yeah. effort. Sarah <laughs> is the other half of the Teach MV chat too. That's the other thing. She helps me do that. Yeah. Without her, we would it wouldn't happen anymore. <laughs> yeah. So. And now that I'm teaching from my dining room table, it's really I really need the Twitter chats. <laughs> Well, welcome, Sarah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thank you. Then we also got probably one of my best friends from all time, uh, John Van Dusen's here. Johnny. Hey, uh, hey John Van Dusen. I teach eighth grade history in Kingsford, Michigan, in the Upper Peninsula. I live about two miles away from Wisconsin. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore JVD. I run the STEM Teacher Podcast as well as uh, the Kingsford Flipper Flash, which is a podcast just for our football team, uh, which is a lot of fun. And I am drinking some 1792 whiskey in honor of Kentucky joining the Union in 1792. <laughs> that was a, a good choice. So, wow, that's... Uh... That, that that puts some of our drinks to shame, so yeah. that's pretty good. So if anybody can beat that one, I dare you. <laughs> so, Corey Mathias, you're here too, buddy. You were one of our first guests on the show too. I am. I just had to look it up, and it was episode 11. Yeah. Whoa. And uh, I think we uh, coined uh, Firehose PD. We did. One, if I remember Firehose PD was on that episode. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Corey Mathias uh, on Twitter as EdTech Antics. Um. 
an instructional technology TOSA for Garden Grove Unified. There are four of us right now supporting about 2,000 teachers. So uh, it's good times right now. So trying to get everybody up to speed and using technology for some people, it's like the first time. So yeah, I yeah. Bet you there's a lot of those conversations centered around all this stuff I've been trying to teach you for years. Now all of a sudden it's important, huh? Yeah, this is being recorded. So I'm going to watch what I say, but <laughs> I, along those lines. I could, uh, I can edit. Relevant all of a sudden. Yes. Your job is probably one of the most important jobs right now. I, I like to think so, but I'm not going to get my head too big right now. Nice. Oh, and I'm drinking, uh, I think it's the same thing I drank on the show last time, but uh, Space Dust. Like, that's what I just happened to have. I haven't been out of the house for a while, so. You know, I, I was it. just looking at our list of beers that we've had on the show, and you're right, that is what you have, is the Elysian Space Dust. Yeah, and I've been teaching from my corner of the bedroom uh, from a car table. It's pretty awesome. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, that's the same office my wife has. <laughs> Charlie Mann is here, one of my coworkers at my school. Hey, everybody. And, and he's unmuting, hey. right? Yep. Click on you, buddy. Uh, no, I thought I did. My off. bad. Oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I'm Charlie. So, I teach agricultural sciences at Carson High School. It's been fun trying to teach eight different subjects digitally now. So, um, but yeah, I'm drinking Moonraker. It is Foam Walker. So it's an Imperial coffee nitro stout with sea salt. So it's been pretty good. But yeah. That sounds know what else you need. Yeah. It's Imperial nitro like stout it. with sea salt. That sounds awesome. It's funny. The can tells you to pour it vigorously. So it was Kind of hilarious to take instructions from a can on how to get the beer to taste just right. <laughs> can you demonstrate what that looks like? Um, sorry, it's it's already in here. <laughs> I know. So, sorry. <laughs> so when he finishes that one, um, he'll be required to to do that and for to the second one. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Rob Williams is here. Hey guys. Um, I'm the director of technology for the Nye County School District in Nevada. And um, before that, I was a principal and I come from an English teacher background. So it's a little weird. Uh, but I feel for Corey because we don't have anybody in our district who handles uh, technology PD. So my department, the um, five of us who don't actually do PD for the most part, are doing a lot of PD. Uh, I'll just drink in a. Oh, sorry. No, I just said it's all distance, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Although we're learning lots of things, like about lots of different tools that are available for us to help people. So that's kind of nice. Cool. Uh, yeah, for, for those that have listened, um, his episode last summer, that was the episode where we talked about how he had to go six hours one way to one of his schools from where he lives. <laughs> that's true. It's quite a commute sometimes. That was the episode that was almost all Nevada history, and it came out of Kyle, and he proved himself <laughs> worthy of yeah, being the, the one person of the three that we're talking that's not a native Nevadan. <laughs> but he knew everything, so he gets the title honorarily. That's true. He does. So, so what are you drinking there, Mr. Williams? I am drinking a – oh, that doesn't work, does it? There we go. It's a Brandyland from Boulevard Brewery called a Spiced Imperial Stout Aged in Apple Brandy Barrels. Ooh. 2019 limit of a release. Oh, that sounds about, great. It is. It's got a lot of flavor. Um, I haven't eaten today, though, and it's 12.4 volume, <laughs> so I might not make it through the whole uh, happy hour. This is a theme today. Yeah, I was going to say, is this the theme? Is We're just not eating today. Oh, yeah. It's been crazy, I'm sure, for everybody, but wow. I, I, people are like, oh, you must love working from home. I'm like, I'm not working from home. I'm not even even stopped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like, there's kids at home now. Like, it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> if I could get rid of my kids, it would be way easier. <laughs> John Martinez, buddy, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good, great. How's it, go? How's it going with you guys? Okay. Yeah, you're looking at it literally. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having a Lord Hobo Boom Sauce uh, IPA, pretty spectacular, and um, it's been interesting. Um, I'm on spring break this week, but um, 
my wife is teaching from home. My son's taking classes uh, from college at home. My daughter's doing classes from home. So we're all fighting for Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's going good. Nice. And by the way, I'm a, I'm a principal in uh, Southern California at elementary school. Um, maybe this will be the way they push 5G faster to everybody. Mm -hmm. And universal Wi-Fi. Yep. I, I would consider that an essential service. At this point, yes. <laughs> so, Rob Dunlop, joining us from Canada. How's it going, man? How you doing, buddy? Good, good. Perfect timing. Eight o'clock here. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, when Ben and I set this up, we decided to do a time where the East Coasters could join because I, I did a happy hour with a group last week where it was <laughs> 7.30 Pacific, and there was one nutbag from New Jersey that joined. He got on for about 10 minutes. He's like, I got to work in the morning. Good night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been crazy times. I just, uh, congratulations on the book, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks. congratulations to you too. You just had yours a while back too. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the best timing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I haven't been looking at book sales because I know it's probably low right now with everything. People have other things to worry about than buying books. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So I'm a, I'm a tech consultant too. So we have, uh, yeah, we have 35,000 kids in our district and there's three of us and everyone's trying to go remote learning. So when you said it's, uh, you know, that stuff I've been showing you for years, it's really, it's, it's really sinking in in our board. They're really scrambling, but they're getting there. It's, it will get there. It's just a different way of doing things, but yeah. I'm actually drinking a super cheap, light drinking beer called McClay's. It's uh, made by Sleeman's. It's a pale ale, but I'm going to do some cardio after this. So I don't want to get too deep in and then <laughs> throw up on my treadmill. So I'm, uh, I just thought I'd drop in and see what this was. So yeah. Nice. Well, thanks for coming in. Oh, my pleasure. So, and then uh, we got, this is somebody that me and Ben we didn't even know this was a person that could it possibly exist out there. And we, we found a whole new family with Josh Buckley and then his, then his partner, Mike Earnshaw, was going to try to stop in. So, Josh, why don't you explain what I mean about that? Hey, everybody. My name's Josh. I am drinking a Hus Brewing Coffee Kolsch, a nice uh, Kolsch-style coffee beer. Uh, so light in color, but very coffee. Uh, I am a uh, high school teacher in Mesa, Arizona, and I co-host a podcast called Punk Rock Classrooms, where we talk about how uh, our life in the scene uh, growing up in punk rock and the ethos of punk rock shapes uh, a good view of, of education and how schools should be run. So uh, it's, it's good times. Uh, I had the pleasure of being on Ben and Kyle's uh, podcast with with my co-host uh, Mike and talking punk, most mostly punk rock, uh, yeah, but we did. a, a yeah. little bit, a little bit of school, a little bit of beer, but a lot, a lot of punk rock. So uh, it's good to, it's good to kind of like see people in in one place. I've been on a lot of uh, conference calls over the last two weeks because uh, I also serve as like I'm I'm the union president in my district of uh, three thousand four hundred employees. So uh, or teachers rather we've like 10,000 employees but 3,400 teachers uh so I've been on every single district coronavirus task force meeting you can imagine uh and I don't usually get to drink beer during those so this is this is a nice this is a nice a nice different version of of those meetings nice yeah our episodes typically run 55 minutes to an hour and that one was closer I think it was the second longest episode we've done Wow. Uh, when, uh, with, with, because you're right, like that last half hour was basically just talking about like shows we've been to and then like what we've been listening to lately and how those, those songs are inspiring us. And you know, that that's one of my, I mean, I love your guys' show to begin with, but I always like, okay, what are these, what are these guys listening to at yeah. the end of the show? Yeah, man, there's new music every Friday. So there's always, there's always some punk band who put something out. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. so. Right on. Right and on. then I've also got with me my buddy Joe, who I co-host my other show with. Uh, well, let me say our show because it was his idea. And then, <laughs> and then I'm just kind of along for the ride. So, yeah, my buddy Joe Marquez is here, too. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Joe Marquez, co-host of the Sons of Technology podcast. And I'm drinking an oldie but goodie, uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Oh, yeah. And I'm also here with my two little girls Here's since my, my wife is braving the grocery stores right now. <laughs> oh. So, uh, so, yeah. And, and, and I, I second the working from whole thing with, yeah. 
I'm working from home thing with uh, with little girls. Um, I'm a I'm an education strategist with uh, CDWG, so I'm basically a, a TOSA for the entire West Coast of the United States. So I get to work with schools who don't have a large TOSA team to to help them meet their demands and uh, work with the administrators to showcase why there needs to be a larger TOSA team in their district. And I'll go ahead and go on mute so you don't have to hear my little girls. <laughs> well, I think so Joe, right about, right about now, Joe, is when, when, yes, I think a lot of districts are like, maybe we should have had more ed tech TOSAs. Yeah, I've been harping on that in Nye County for a year. So Joe, we'll have to talk um, about some strategies to convince leadership that maybe some technology support. Absolutely. I, I, uh, I, I cover uh, California from Bakersfield all the way up to the northern half and then Oregon, Washington, Nevada, and, uh, and uh, Colorado. So yeah, we can definitely talk. <laughs> so. Joe, I got to make a comment about those jerseys I see in the background. Those are amazing. Are those signed Montana and Rice jerseys? Yeah, so I have uh, actually I have my top five favorite quarterbacks, and they yes, yes, and they I got all their jerseys signed. Yes. Oh yes, right now. And uh, yeah, one of my buddies I worked with his uh, his uh, uncle was the 49ers, Mr. Miyagi. So we got all of the jerseys signed from him. Nice. As a as a football guy, that is amazing. Yeah, I get every two weeks when we record an episode. That's the view I get on. Uh, on our Google Hangout as we're recording is his office. <laughs> My so. son lately has been watching a lot of uh, NFL films, like the greatest catches, the greatest throws, the greatest everything. And uh, Joe Montana and Jerry Rice just happen to be on a lot of those. So, Oh, I can imagine. So, well, and then my buddy Will showed up, but he didn't get the memo that no Bud Light allowed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only choice here at the office. <laughs> here at the office. So... I went and picked up my, uh, uh, my taxes today from my CPA, Russell, and, uh, you know, he started up a, uh, a little bar here in his office called the RS, RSG Tavern, and so all he had was Bud Light, so. Yeah, we'll let it Bud slide Light. this time. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, so we, uh, you kind of joined a little late, so we've just been kind of going around introducing ourselves, what we do and that kind of stuff, so why don't you do that too, Will? All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, uh, my name's Will. I'm a, a high school health and PE and driver's ed teacher in Clark County School District, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, Sunrise Mountain High School. I'm the uh, head cross-country coach, uh, assistant basketball coach, and uh, longtime buddy of Kyle's here. Missed your brother. Well, I'm going to be back. So um, those... Many of you in the room may know, maybe you don't know, but I am moving back to Las Vegas this summer, so. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll be editing that out because we we're going to publish this, so. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> we're fine. Yeah, we can do one word, right? Oh, yeah. so, yeah. So, no, I'm moving back, so. Wow. Yeah, wow. so for you SoCal folk, it'll be easier to meet up. Rob, it's a lot cheaper to fly out of Buffalo to Vegas, so. Yeah. So what are you gonna, you gonna get a part-time job pouring beers in Tanaya Creek or what? I, I'd be okay with that if that happened. <laughs> so, yeah. so no, I've been uh, applying for different teaching gigs down there right now. So haven't heard anything, but because I think uh, HR departments and school districts probably have something else better going on right now. Yeah. So. Just uh, so you know, Kyle, Nye County is always looking for a good social studies or sped teacher, and we're just. Uh, 30 minutes over the mountain to Vegas and cheaper here. Yeah. So that, well, I planned on living on the West side of Vegas anyway, so I could be by the ice arena. So my kids can start playing hockey. So not a bad drive. Oh, nice. She'll be in my neighborhood then. That's the plan. So yeah, no more East side for Kyle. <laughs> yeah. So, but well, if hey, I come out to visit, if I come out to visit again, I promise I won't stand on your doorstep at one thirty in the morning. Oh, <laughs> okay so for context for the rest of you here so this guy here okay john he and i go back all the way to college and uh the summer before we moved to northern nevada it, a couple weeks before we moved with the, the ha half the house is packed in boxes and one night i re i still remember this it poured rain and it was, so in vegas in the summertime for it to pour rain you know it's kind of a big deal so it poured rain i got home i went to bed about 10 30 11 and then I, I thought I was dreaming. I heard the doorbell ring 
and I leaned over, looked at the clock. It's 1.30. I'm like, it has to be a dream. Doorbell rings again a couple seconds later, and, and I hear my wife get out of bed, and I go, you're not going to answer that, are you? And she goes, oh, and she said something. I'm like, no. So then she comes back a minute later. She goes, um, I need help at the door. Like, are you freaking kidding me? So I get up, like I'm in a pair of like boxers and nothing else or whatever. So I get up and I'm looking for something to have as a weapon as I'm getting to the door, not knowing what's going on. So I get to the door and I just see a person standing there and I go, can I help you? And I don't remember exactly what it was that he said, but it was him and his young son had been scheming with my wife for weeks. He flew out there. The rainstorm delayed his flight by like five hours. And, uh, yeah, he finally shows up at my house at 1.30 in the morning, scares the ever-living crap out of me. And um, and I just kind of, like, stuttered. What, I don't even remember really what sir, it was I said. But yeah. Sir, can, can I help you, sir? Yeah, something like that. But, yeah, so this guy gave me quite the scare, but it was pretty awesome. It was one of the best vacations ever, um, especially to be able to take James to Hoover Dam and to the uh, 50, 51s baseball game. That was yeah. awesome. I'm going to have to bring Rebecca, but we won't surprise you this time. Okay, that's good. <laughs> so, but, so, thank you, everybody, for joining, though. This is um, this is fun. Yeah, thanks. Oh, good time. Oh, somebody got hand sanitizer? I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably Russell. <laughs> so, how much did they buy that for? $57 and, uh, plus tax? <laughs> he says he got a steal on it oh five finger discount hey that's yeah. you know my my favorite distillery up here is now switched from making whiskey to making hand sanitizer wow yeah that's that's where we're at <laughs> is that oh, true mm -hmm. and it yeah. tastes delicious seven, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> seven troughs seven troughs troughs distillery has switched over like yeah there's a he uh the guy who makes it, uh, he has a has a distillery, and then he has a a, a bar, and uh, I guess he like, that, that's the need is the need right now is hand sanitizer, so that's what they're making. Zach thinks the depot is doing that too. Have you guys heard Are that? They? No, yeah, I haven't heard that one. Cool. Now if somebody could make toilet paper, we'd all be okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I haven't heard the one on the depot yet, and I'm, I'm up in Redding, California. I, I went to my parents' place when all this went down, so we're just all kind of holed up here. And then uh, the different breweries around here, they're they're doing the curbside pickup. Some of them are delivering, so haven't taken advantage of that yet. Uh, but uh, I will be here before too long. So, so I oh hello, oh Maggie showed up. Hey. What's going on? I'm, it's nothing, just hanging out. What are you doing? Drinking beer. It looks like you're sitting in Andy's room on Toy Story. This is true. <laughs> this is true. I should go get my beer out of the refrigerator. Hang on. You should, because we, you got to introduce yourself and tell us what you're drinking yeah. here. All right, hang on. Let me go get it. All right. So, like, I'm just curious, like, where, like, in this whole weird, the new, the new normal is what we're calling it now. At least that's what I tell my staff. It's the new normal. Get used to it. Um, where are you guys at as far as, like, like where your district is in terms of distance learning, like how long have you started? Did you just start? I'm just curious. Uh, who should go first here? Whoever. I saw John right. Martinez raise his hand. So proper, <laughs> good job, John. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm starting yeah, to so, use technology here. So I didn't know there was like a tap to ask here. <laughs> so um, we have had two weeks of remote learning and uh, we, we've just we've come up with the, a system of phases and so the first phase was uh, considered enrichment and we were looking at maybe four hours of enrichment activities in the entire week and so that was really just hey let's just kind of get something going and right. what that was was all over the map uh, at my school um, you know, our teachers, we got together and we said, let's, let's do something common for each grade level so that at least at our school, every first grader is doing the same thing, et cetera. Um, so we did that the first week. This last week was week two. 
and we moved into two hours uh, roughly per day. And again, it's still called enrichment, nothing graded. Teachers um, <laughs> doing what they could in terms of reaching out to kids. And then we're gearing up into something called phase three next, when we come back next week. And, and um, we're breaking that up in two parts, but it's gonna be ramping up towards um, more um, synchronous and asynchronous and, and be a bit more formal. Um, but still a lot of questions on loose ends. Hmm. Interesting. Freaking packet sounds it's hysterical. Kyle, you're muted. You're muted, Kyle. <laughs> he should have to unmute himself. He does that all the time. <laughs> You know, I, I will say that you know, yeah, on mute. one thing that's been really good is that a lot of our teachers are leaning in on like um, platforms like Seesaw and things like that and Google Classroom that they already had in place. And so they're, they're able to make those connections with kids. And, you know, I know Zoom is a problem, but some of our teachers are still trying to use it so they can, they can do meetups with kids. Cool. All right, so Maggie, you're back. So yes. what do you got? What do you got to drink? Introduce yourself and tell us what you're drinking. <laughs> so hi, I'm Maggie. I, uh, I'm fangirling Kyle because, you know, he, did you know he wrote this really awesome book? <laughs> no. The Edge. No. Uh, the Edge, yes, it's right there. In oh. fact, I, at ben my Ben was the ghostwriter. Ben was the ghostwriter. Oh, wait, wait. No, there you go. There you go. I got mine. Oh, wait, you can't see mine. <laughs> it's there, too. <laughs> <laughs> So I teach technology to middle schoolers, which is always so much fun. And I actually um, am drinking a, a, a Corona beer, which because I couldn't get my Prosecco open in time. So that's what I'm drinking. All right. I, I, bought this, I bought this specifically for Kyle for this because it's, you know, Corona beer. Well, that, that would be the theme of why we're here right now is because of Corona. So it's still Hence, better than Bud Light though, right? Yeah, so it's a step above the Bud Light there, Will. So, <laughs> so is better for tiny me step. Yeah. Although, I have been referring to coronavirus as the Roni, and that's all because you may or may not remember when Vanilla Ice dropped his album with Ice Ice Baby, there was a song on that album called Having a Roni, and that's what I thought of, and now I've just been referring to coronavirus as the Roni. So I never, I don't think I had that album. <laughs> no, and I, I'm more concerned that you know songs on the right. other album. Exactly. Hey, that album dropped when I was like 11, 12 years old. And that, that album was to the extreme, literally, because that was the name of the album. <laughs> That's right. What is you you titled your book. So, no, oh, boy, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I could go back and could have called it to the extreme. Wow, that would have been, that's heavy. So. All right, so now, Corey, you had the sticker up. You got to tell the story of the sticker now. Yes. All right, so um, it's a long story. Um, it's not that long, but um, just one night, uh, Jeremiah Roosh, and I will probably mispronounce his last name, um, and he was on one of the episodes, I think I remember hearing him. Um, it goes back to the Cult of Pedagogy, one of her... Um, uh, blogs podcast was about freaking packets um, and there's a whole YouTube video on there if you haven't seen it you got to check it out and it goes on to talk about um, you know kids don't learn this way and it's a great video um, for you to check out but um, I think Karipa was involved and something got tweeted and we're like the only way you can improve on a freaking packet is to make a big freaking packet and so it's been an ongoing hashtag through Twitter um, to become a sticker. It's become kind of our motto. You know, it's like the best way for kids to learn, you know, make them miserable and uh, all that. So it's, yeah, if you want some good times, go through and check that hashtag out. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it is funny when somebody gets on there not realizing it's a joke and you almost get into like a Twitter battle with them about it. You know, where, where one of you, you or Jeremiah will say something like, 
well, you know, your cynicism can be fixed. You just got to have a big freaking packet. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's, I think it's been taken pretty well for the most part. I don't think we've offended too many people, except for when we start talking about like now, because that's been pretty much most districts knee jerk reaction is to send home a big freaking packet. Um, so, and it, and it's, I always try and clarify with people. It's not a packet in and of itself is not evil, but when it's the, those mundane, just like no thought behind it, just regurgitating information, that's a big freaking packet. And, you know, expecting kids to take that home and that be a learning experience for them right now. Uh, I don't think it's the best we can do. So no, it's all good for a good story though. Every time that comes up, I, <laughs> I always get sucked into the, whenever I see it come across Twitter, I always get sucked into the rabbit hole of reading the entire thread instead of just scrolling by. Yeah. Jeremiah and I, we riff on it pretty hard. So oh, it's fun. So <laughs> now, Charlie, I got to ask you this because your subject area is so hands-on. Yeah. Like what, yeah. what kind of stuff are you doing right now with this whole distance thing? That's a good question. Um, so I actually had to re like relocate everything out of my shop on Thursday. So I have my whole dining room table covered with house plants. I have snails, I have aquatic plants, and then I had to bring all my lab materials home. So now I will be doing a urine analysis lab probably <laughs> Wednesday and recording it. So I've been doing a lot of videos of recording myself, uh, performing that lab for my students and then splicing it all together to make it a shorter video. Like last week when we had snow in Carson, I was texturing soil for one of my classes and then doing an erosion lab um, and then doing a water quality lab. I recorded thankfully before we got closed out of the school, um, how to do all my different experiments. And then I, brought home like acids for a pH lab that I'm doing on ecology and yeah so it's been not fun um I know all of us here educators have been in it so you're used to when you go into the classroom you know exactly what we're going to teach you could go out grab the materials and then bring it into the classroom so now I've been planning ahead of all right this week I'll be doing a what is it? Cellular rest or no, not cellular respiration, but ecology lab on carbonic acid and dissolved oxygen. And I'll be filming that every day to show my kids so they could collect data. Um, but yeah, it's tough when either I need to be out in the greenhouse with the nonprofit we have here in Carson or raising a lot of our plants and our grow chamber. And yeah, so it's been, it's been interesting. Thankfully, some of the classes I do have textbooks, but a lot of the subjects, it's either I've created the material or um, it's a lot of hands-on. So trying to give them a real life experience and that real hands-on experience through videos or I don't know, something. So I'm but figuring that's really, out. That's so. really awesome because I'm teaching um, some science tech labs and we're in the middle of brain dissections. Mm -hmm. And so we're we were at a stopping point where we had the normal sheep brain and then I had the disease sheep brains and I just left them there. And I was like, Oh, now that I'm talking to you that I could have done that, but I didn't even mm -hmm. think of that. Yeah. So it's been good to film them. Uh, I learned a couple of weeks ago that iPhones, you're able to uh, have subtitles to your videos. That's a new feature that I never knew about, but I'm not a techie person, but I try to be. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> But yeah, it's been good. It's it's just tough trying to think through where I'm doing a DNA lab in about a week or two. So I'll actually perform the extracting of DNA or I might tell the kids how to do it at home and have them do it with household materials. I'm still debating on that because now like I brought a microscope home so I could film myself <laughs> doing the microscope slides, the wet mounts, and then the iodine to then be able to have the kids see the nuclear level nice very nice Kyle. very um, nice kyle but yeah it's definitely been interesting how to or trying to get the kids to still learn these hands-on material while being gone because my second semester for one of my classes is strictly labs every week about one to three class periods a week wow 
Yeah, I just, that's, yeah, yours is such a hands-on, I can't, that is, that's crazy. And then your kids, so, and your kids need it for credit too, right? For what? For credit. So they have to be able to, like, you have that whole thing of accreditation. (laughs) Yeah, so with being an ag teacher, the kids have to pass first year, second year, doesn't get their college credit as a third year student when they pass the state test. So thankfully, um, I have been trying to think through a lot of different situations on how could we do this? And my garage, it's pretty much like a quarter of the way filled with lab materials or <laughs> house is filled with stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it's, it's been interesting. But yeah, these kids, it's an elective, like a lot of the other schools, it's just uh, for some of the school personnel they just view it as an elective but they do get science credit after the second year of completing my pathway so that's been positive that i'm still trying to get them to (laughs) attain that science credit and then get that college credit as well wow well thanks for sharing that charlie i like i said i mean we work together and i i don't (laughs) I don't ever get to see you because we're at opposite ends of the school yeah, a lot of times. So I frankly didn't even know a lot of the stuff that you were doing in your class, but to hear that you basically migrated your entire lab into your house mm-hmm. now, just um, it a shows how hands-on you are, but it also, what I, what's really refreshing to me is this like just shows how much you actually care about still getting their, the kids, their education right now through all this. Cause there's a lot of teachers that are just kind of thrown in the towel and doing the minimum. So if oh, that, yeah. so and I don't know if you've been down to my classroom, but I am down the only, like, I'm the only person down my hallway, but my grow chamber, we have all this fresh produce that we're growing as well that my kids have been taking care of. So they're troubleshooting like, okay, we have too much nutrients. The water system's not working. We need to filter our water. So it was kind of disheartening last week to then process everything. Uh, pretty much cut it down to the roots or down almost maybe an inch left of the stem of all the produce that my kids have been growing, the lettuce, the herbs, the um, like basil and thyme, or not thyme, but basil and um, dill, where now it's all gone. Like I took a picture of it where it's barren, that whole grow chamber. So it's kind of disheartening to see that during this time that we're experiencing, but it's still cool to then show the kids later of like, this is your work and we're able to now do a test to see if it's gonna grow back. But you're right, it's a lot of hands-on, a lot of different material, but still we have fun. Awesome, so now Rob, you asked a little bit ago about like how people are working with students that don't really have internet access or not one-to-one. So I'm the wrong person to ask about this because my school is one-to-one. So what about the rest of you? What kind of things are you doing to try try to get some stuff out there to kids that don't have the internet access? Well, you could probably guess that (laughs) we took, what we had to do is because we have a number of kids that don't have internet access and or access to computers is we're taking whatever we've provided online and, and it is in a packet. Unfortunately, that's what it is. But I think, I think the thing that we've done really focused on is that it's not so much about there's no new content we want kids to kind of just those standards that they've already been taught we want them to do those i think the bigger thing for us and is what i'm telling my teachers it is more about the sel piece it's more about connecting with your families make sure they're okay do they need anything i mean that's that's my focus right now what are other people doing i can tell you here in michigan we have done basically nothing Um, last week was our spring break and we were hit with this on the 13th. The, I, I found out about it Friday morning. I got up to go to the gym and I checked my phone and I had 50 texts from our eighth grade team. Um, so that Friday was basically just trying to explain to the students, like, it's going to be okay. We're going to see you again, you know, and there was a ton of questions that we just could not answer. And, um, we have a meeting as a middle school on Wednesday over Zoom and uh, our administration has a meeting tomorrow and I think they probably today had a meeting with the state level to kind of figure out what we're going to do. So for me, cruising Twitter and watching all of you people has been um, helpful 
because I, I'm pretty sure on Wednesday we're going to be told, you know, you have to do something, whether it's graded, whether it's enrichment, teaching eighth grade, we don't have the uh, credit system. You know, it's, it's kind of a pass fail type of thing. Um, but being in rural Michigan, uh, we have a, a ton of kids that aren't going to have the internet piece either. Being able to provide something to them, um, you know, I've, I've gotten a lot of ideas from, from Twitter and from, I, I recognize a lot of the Twitter names, so thank you for that. And uh, we're just moving into the Civil War, so I guess I could consider myself lucky that there's a ton of information out there on the Civil War. Um, so I guess I'll know more on Wednesday on kind of what we're expected to do. Um, but the longer this thing goes on, the less likely I, I see us being able to actually see our students again. So I'm grateful for groups like this. Um, you know, I have a great eighth grade team, but we are just here in Kingsford, Michigan. So to be able to expand that uh, professional learning community is is huge for me, so. Thanks, John. We, I mean, I appreciate you for lots of reasons because you're one of my best friends from a long time ago, but joining us here and just chatting. You're right though. Like, I mean, most of us in this room right now are California or Nevada, but I mean, you're 2000 some miles away and, uh, you know, able to join us. So, and you know, um, I'm actually, you know, I'm watching our little group chat too, that we're typing into. And, um, you know, when we, we post this as an episode, I'm going to actually pull this uh, group chat and I'm going to publish this too, because I mean, there's some awesome nuggets in here as well. I mean, you know, John Martinez, you just, uh, shared in here your school's uh, website and the different stuff you guys are doing. So thanks for that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yes. Thank you. So, but, um, I, I have another question if you don't mind, Kyle. Oh, absolutely. So I know Ben and Sarah are both principals, right? No, Sarah, you're a kindergarten teacher. It's the same thing. A principal and a kindergarten teacher are the same thing. Trust me. <laughs> So my question, I guess, is how are you handling teachers who, because we've been saying the same thing that you guys are talking here, that the social emotional is most important, but we do still have teachers that are really concerned about kids who are losing content and standards, and they want to push out new learning and yep. worried about their kids moving forward. Um, how are you handling yeah. Well, I, and I, I mean, and I think John Martinez, you could probably answer this too. I mean, I think one of the things like today I did, a, so today was our first day back from break. We were doing two days of professional development for our teachers just to kind of get used to this. Like, how are you gonna contact kids? This is the expectation, you will contact kids. One of the beautiful things I think my district did was they said, hey, this is the content, this is what it's gonna look like. So K2, this is what it looks like. Three, four, three, five, this is what it looks like. Um, middle school, this is what it looks like because they wanted consistency. So my message, my teachers didn't have to create content. Their piece that I've asked them to do is learn the content, focus on supporting your families, like making sure you're there for them. Do they need resources? Those kind of things. But I had a staff member ask me today, who is also a parent, who said, what is this going to mean for my child? Are they going to be ready for the next grade level? And I was like, I mean, I, I hope that, I, I think they will be. I think teachers, every teacher here, like in this group and every teacher I've met wants to do more for their kids. But I think at this point, just kind of letting my teachers know, hey, the content you're gonna give them is those, I think it's those soft skills <laughs> that we talk about. Sometimes we don't have enough time for. I think this is the opportunity to really focus on those things. Because I think, I think kids are pretty resilient. They're gonna read, they're going to do some, they're going to do some math. Hopefully they have some quality time with their families. That's huge. So that I think the only good, bad, whatever thing that's coming out of this is everybody's in the same boat. It's not like one school or one grade level is missing all this content. I think about like kids, kids in our district, everybody's going to miss a chunk of content. So uh, that's not good, but it, it just is what it is. I don't know. Anybody else? I read an article about um, kids in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina and how just like all the teachers knew the next year that they were Katrina kids and you teach third grade, but you actually teach second grade now and you're just going to like move them as much as you can, you know, obviously. 
during that year, but they're yeah. coming to you without a full year of second grade, and that's that. And yeah, they, and that's that's what my um, my principal is saying as well. It's like we're all in the same boat. We all get it, and so we're not going to start at the same stop, spot next year. We always have to. We're going to have to go back a little bit and kind of catch up with um, with what they're doing. Yeah. That's a really great point. And that's something I've talked about with our ninth grade history teachers, because they usually start with reconstruction. So usually there's some overlap. Eighth grade does civil war and reconstruction and they start with reconstruction. They're just going to have to back up and do the civil war because, you know, whatever I am able to push out uh, digitally or remote learning, uh, whatever the, the buzz term is, you know, Aaron and, and Jessica are just going to have to kind of pick up the slack where I'm, I'm not able to do. So that's a really great point. Yeah, I've also given teachers the example of Puerto Rico, right? So think about, think about how much disruption the schools there had, you know, and so from the standpoint of, um, you know, and I've even shared, you know, think about World War II. Think about mm -hmm. what happened in England when, when, you know, every kid in the entire city was moved out into the country. You know, their, their schooling was disrupted, but guess what? They got over it, um, you know? And, and so this idea that everybody at our school is in the same boat, boat everybody in your school is in the same boat, um, focus on, um, I, I dropped a link of an interesting webcast today, uh, uh, sorry, podcast that I listened to today, um, talking about reimagining schools. So this is the year where we very likely don't have to worry about standardized tests, all these other pressures, um, how, to, how about we connect with our kids, make sure that they're emotionally safe, um, have, mm -hmm. have some predictability in their routine. Because for most of us, it's going to look like we're not coming back. Um, mm -hmm. you know? um, so chances are we're not going to see our kids until August or September. So um, their learning is going to be a wash. Uh, so where do, we, where do we pick up from when we get back? And I think it's going to be important to focus first on where are those kids social emotionally before we can jump into content and you know you know listen to all the people that have talked about relationships are king maslow before blooms etc cetera, etc cetera. um you know you got to make sure that those pieces are there first john i i got your link in the chat i don't have a keyboard so i, I didn't want to have to try to type it on the screen again so thank you for that i'll sure. listen yeah thanks john yeah for sure that's angela watson's podcast Pretty good stuff. Well, well, and I think I think one of the things I think is super important, and I've I've talked with my staff about this, is like like we have no idea what families are going through. Like, and that's why like the the stuff we're sending is it's not gonna be graded, it's not gonna be held against them because I don't even know, because I have kids that I'm sure parents, both parents have lost their job, or both parents are working and trying to, to like maintain some sense of normalcy. And that's crazy. And then we're asking them, oh, by the way, here's, hey, your kid's home all day. Will you teach them, make sure they're learning to read? That's, that's, that's yeah. I can't, I can't expect them to do that. I mean, they need, to, they need to be able to do, they need to be able to keep their home going. Just basically that, that's their number one concern. So, well, Wills, you said something earlier too about with your school, you know, most of your kids don't have internet at all. So, I mean, what, what are you guys expecting out of your kids because of the lack of equity there? Okay. Uh, you know, we're just trying to make the, uh, make the best of the current situation. Um, uh, you know, everything's optional. Uh, I mean, we, we, you know, our administrators have directed us to post um, some assignments in Google Classroom. And, uh, you know, the students can still, you know, complete the assignments to, you know, keep their minds sharp. Uh, but, you know, we, we, we are in one of the more poverty-ridden schools in Las Vegas, uh, you know, on the east side. and. And so uh, we're just we're just trying to make the best of what it is there, and 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 we're we're, we're we've been posting some uh, you know messages on YouTube, uh, 
uh, just say, hey, you know, we're, we're thinking about you, you know, stay safe and all that. Uh, you know, just trying to keep them motivated. Uh, you know, cause we're, we're one, of the cult- one of the more culturally diverse populations in the district. So um, we're, we're just definitely trying to, you know, make the best of what it is. Uh, nothing's graded. You know, everything's all optional. You know, I, I'm just, you know, I'm posting just some real simple, you know, assignments out there for driver's ed and health. And, you know, like I said, I'm only just getting a few kids logging in each day. We're just trying to make the best of the situation pretty much. Uh, just trying to make light of the situation here a little bit. Um, I think if any class needs some rigorous assignments during this time, that would be the driver's ed though, Will. Come on. Uh, we don't want those kids out driving um, after taking simple class like that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm just, I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm kind of taking, yeah, I'm just kind of posting some real, um, you know, just kind of, kind of some real life, uh, you know, scenario, you know, questions uh, out there, and you know, just, uh, and you know, but I'm, 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 I'm pulling, I'm pulling questions uh, from the DMV test, and uh, uh, just, uh, and having them submit the answer, and I'm telling the kids, say, hey, this is going to be on your DMV test when you uh, go get your, go get your permit and your driver's license. Here's some things you want to know for your drive test. Uh, you know, so we're, you know, so those are the kind of stuff I'm trying to post, post out there. Well, when, when Ben and I talked about doing this whole virtual happy hour, we we intended this to be more of like just kind of a fun, lighthearted thing. And this turned into a full-on episode pretty much. So this one's definitely, <laughs> this one's definitely going out there. So um, I, I think at this time we'll kind of wrap this up, you know, and then we'll stop the recording and then we can, uh, you know, be a little bit more lighthearted and uh, <laughs> stuff. But no, this was awesome. I mean, and, and a yeah. lot of you in here have been on the show already before, so you kind of know how we do things, whatever. So, uh, but uh, no, this was absolutely great having this chat with everybody. Yes. Thank you so yes, much. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, yeah I'm going to wrap up the recording here and uh, you know, listeners, thank you uh, for, for listening. So, and I think we're gonna have to do another one of these here before long. Hey, we might have to. Yeah. So Sounds I think, to- I, I think I saw that in the group chat already about someone doing this already. And then I got a text from somebody too, direct to my phone that said, this is awesome. So <laughs> uh, I just want to say, you know, it's just good to hear from other people out there just to see what, uh, what's, what, what, what they're doing during this time uh, with their kids and, you know, and just how we're going to get through this. Yeah, it is. It is super interesting that everybody in the nation is in the same situation. Like we've, I don't think we've ever had this kind of, well, I know for sure. We've never had this situation where you're talking about people across the country and in other countries are like, yeah, this is what we're doing now. This is, so how do we do this? So thank you guys for all your ideas. Thank you, Ben. All right. All right. I, thanks everyone. I want to tell you guys, I look forward to this all day long because uh, <laughs> I haven't had a chance really to interact with other educators. So if you schedule another one, I will definitely do my best to participate. Yeah, and I really well. appreciate it. I think it's on now. I think it definitely has to happen now. So I'll be online too. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Be safe. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, everybody. Be be healthy. Be safe.